USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. (laughs) (laughs) It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. It's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am Groot. That I did know. These people may be icy, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, they can be exactly what we need. Shoot up. I'm bringing the party to you. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is Kylan, Eric, and Mike. And joining us... Pardon the interruption. I have some news which I believe you will find most interesting. I appreciate it, Jarvis. But joining us from the Jock and Nerd podcast, Emron. How are you doing tonight, Emron? What's up? I'm doing great. I'm honored to assemble here with you guys, the mighty Marvel geeks. You know, when you throw up that signal in the sky, uh, the geek, you got to respond. You got to do proper geek respond and show up. We're still impressed that it's able to cut through the ocean. Yeah, into... All the way to the other side of the world. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, Our signal brought to you by Energizer. <laughs> who graciously provided the ultra-strong AA batteries to get it lit. <laughs> that bunny knows how to turn a light on. Tell you what. Yeah, well. From the Around the Hub podcast, we have Patrick. How are you doing, I, uh, Patrick? I'm doing well, but I'm not sure I might be an LMD. Uh-oh. Uh, <sighs> somebody check his servos. And then from... I ain't checking his servos. <laughs> I, that, uh, I, Kylan, I, that's I your job. I work with the bus. No, I'm on, I'm on the hell of bus. That's, uh, yeah. double, che- <laughs> double check the... Uh, paperwork (laughs) and also joining us from the mouse knows best podcast cody hey fellas just came back from the framework and quicksilver is not dead in there oh okay that is good news (laughs) uncle ben Ben is still dead unfortunately you can't change that Ah, i know they all they all work for hydra that's just the same (laughs) exactly i was told he was gonna open up a chinese restaurant in 37 you know You know, he he had the best corned beef that I, I don't know. Oh, well. I heard the fam- the Hydra makes great donuts in the framework. That's what I heard. <laughs> great Hydra donuts. <laughs> well. I don't know about Hydra donuts. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Might as well um, at this point, really. You know. <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to be talking to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have some news which I believe you will find most interesting. Thank you for the reminder, Jarvis. It is quite interesting. We found out this week, since Eric and I are going to be at Star Wars Celebration here in Orlando, Florida. Mighty Marvel that. Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks. Friday, April 14th. 7.30 to 8.30. Room W310 up on the third floor. We will be broadcasting from the podcast stage at Celebration. Woohoo! That's, that is really awesome. Uh, you, you guys yeah, do this is. live? 
We will be broadcasting on Facebook Live. This will be the wow. That's awesome. Between all three shows, this will be that that I'm involved with. I know Eric does. Y'all used to do live all the time with After Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be the first show I've done live with any of the the three that I produce. So if you mess up and drop an S bomb, there's no <laughs> going back and editing nope. that out. No, <laughs> no. No, there's not. It's, it's scary but exciting at the same time to uh, do it live. We used to do live shows on Blab once a week, and just yeah, whatever happens, happens. You just got the show's got to keep going. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. you are working without a net there. Yep. <laughs> just uh, tell the kids if you curse, just say no, stay in school. That's usually what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really awesome. That that looks to be a, a really exciting thing. I'm a big uh, Funko Pop collector, and the lineup for Celebration for Pops alone has me excited. Yeah, the only the Greedo ones are the only ones that I I don't have that much appeal for, and the right. and, and I'm not a big fan of the Wobbler, or the Wobbler. Yeah, line. not a big fan. Not but a big Bob- fan of the Wobbler or the Rock Candy line. Uh, but the but the Boba Fett Wobbler looks pretty cool. It's the prototype armor. So what's uh, what's it like at Celebration? I've never been to one. Is it like a? It's just like a. Is it just Star Wars convention or it's more? It is all Star Trek all the time. I mean, all Star Wars all the time. <laughs> it's a, a different convention. Yeah. But you will see some, I'm just going to say it, Jack and Ninnies, who, who <laughs> think that, oh, I'm going to dress up in Star Trek and show up and just and, and try and be cute and funny and, and say Star Trek is better. Yeah, that works great until you have oh, about two dozen stormtroopers huh? oh, uh, surrounding wow. you. Cosplay <laughs> battle. There's a cosplay war. I like that. That's interesting. <laughs> go go check out my personal page on Facebook and look up the old photos from Celebration 5 and Celebration 6. I think it was Celebration 6 when we caught this guy dressed as Captain Kirk. And he decided to stand in the Hasbro action figure set piece where you look like an action figure. He's dressed as Captain Kirk standing inside. What you These don't... Star Trek fans, jeez, I tell you, like, we, you don't see Star Wars fans going over and messing with your convention. Where's this coming from? <laughs> well, well, here, Actually, I've seen a few do that. Oh, oh, maybe it's retaliation then. All right. Yeah, a, there you go. It's a war. I, 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 I've, seen, I've seen Star Trek conventions invite the 501st and the Rebel Legion to to oh, host wow. tables at, at their shows. Can we all just get along? They both got the word star and it happens in space. Just everyone <laughs> relax. <laughs> well, I I know with with Eric Kylan and myself, we're old enough that Star Trek was around before Star Wars. Right? Yeah. So, That's true. Yeah. Um, so... As we get ready to talk about what's happened with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for this season. Um, No, I just might. Oh, my God. We're going to go through a one word and give one answer each. See if we could knock this off or at least get the top five. There's six answers, but this is Mighty Marvel Geek Feud. (laughs) Cool. It's just like it sounds. Um, So the question is, like I said, six answers. Everyone's going to get one answer. We're going to do this quick uh, because I think you guys might have fun with it. Um, Kyle and Eric always do, I think, I hope. We do, yeah. I ha- we have fun making fun of the people that actually answered. <laughs> although, although the last one with uh, Luke Cage, that that was that was that good. was that was fairly intelligent. I like that, that was authentic. That was authentic. I'll give you that. So, the name the Marvel hero that would send the most creative Valentines. Six <laughs> answers on the board, and I'm going to start with Patrick. Iron Man. Iron Man. 
Number two. Oh, well. Imran, I'll go with you next. Look, look, you see what's behind yeah. me. I got to say, uh, my boy, Spider-Man, he's a he's a scientist. He's a heartful guy. He's always, uh, you know, you can never get the girl. I think he would send the creative, most creative Valentines. Is there Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. Number three, Cody. You got to go Captain America. He's got that old-fashioned charm that would just be perfect for this situation. Number four, number one answer. Huh. Five and six still have not been selected. All the board, all right. Island. Ooh. Ah, most creative, huh? Yep. You gonna break the streak? Man, or are you gonna keep it going? Ah, man, that's gonna be tough. Pressure, uh, pressure, pressure. Um, let's go with Hawkeye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I see the Cupid thing. I see where you're going. It's kind of, you know, there's a... Pizza dog. Pizza dog could be in him. Pizza dog's adorable. And uh, Kylan... I already know what's going to happen. Kylan, I'm I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry, but... Oh! Number five. Yes! Wow. That's a shocker. Yeah, oh. it makes the board. Huh. So, Eric, no pressure. can you keep no the streak alive? <laughs> number one and number six are still on the board. And I'm looking at how they, how many people have said this, and number six should be high, actually number four. We, we have caught these mistakes before on these cards. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm going to say Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, that's good. See, see, what I tell you, we make fun of the people that answer wow. to this. <laughs> okay, and okay, coming in, he loves at, his wife so much. Coming in at number six, please show us number six. Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> big so- he's really a big teddy bear. He's a big softy. Hulk. What, 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 what's Hulk going to do? Like, like grab a big old stone, like beat it into like a balance? <laughs> he'll, anyway. he'll, he'll actually pull a real heart out of someone and bring it to the girl. Like, oh, that's... oh my god! I, well, that's like, I'm that's scared. romantic. I, I don't yeah. know, what, I know what number one is. I'm dying to know what number one is. Be mine or Hulk smash. <laughs> there you go. A little forced. <laughs> Show us number one. Thor. I was thinking Thor. I'm done. That's just because Crips Hemsworth is a hog and all the ladies love him. (laughs) Whatever. Dude, you know, you know what? It's the hammer of love. Oh. They didn't even go mystical. Doctor Strange would have gotten them all. Doctor Strange would have been a better one, yeah. Would have enchanted you some crazy uh, Valentine's Day stuff, women, let me tell you. So, uh, Eric, Eric, me, me and Eric, we've we, uh, Groot is also another good pick. Yes, Groot, Groot is <laughs> nothing but a softie. And yeah. where's Vision at? Did you see him in Civil War? I mean, he yeah, was he's trauma Scarlet Witch in other place. Where's, where's Vision at? Horrifically creepy. <laughs> Vision, Vision has like access to the entire internet. He would have put like, a whole thing together. Yeah. Yes, he would have. So, well, we're wow. here to talk about. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4 where two pods down one pod coming. Yep. Okay, so they say as we stop the music. Is this kind of like Thunderdome where like, you know, two pods enter, one pod leaves? Oh, oh could be. Uh, it could might be. be. It might be. So, um, Ghost Rider, that that whole storyline was great. Uh, the LM, LMD storyline, um, what's everyone's opinions? Wait, let's let's hit there first um, to see how this particular story arc has gone, I guess. Uh, you know, 
it's the story. It's the story arc that we've wanted for a long time. Yeah. Yes. Ever since Robert Downey Jr. held up his phone and said, "You have reached the life model decoy of Tony Stark." Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we're all. Really I think I'm safe to say that we all were feeling that way. I think we were the life model decoy of Tony Stark. Please leave a message. <laughs> and you know, we all. And I'm pretty sure we all thought that based on how many Koenigs there were. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that was that was what was going on there. The so, Patton Oswalt's we, were a good misdirection. We yes. we thought yes, those they were, were life model decoys. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, who, who they were that screaming was, LMDs. Who, who they they were. So who, who wouldn't? Who? And of course, as we see during the storyline, who would who would have thunk that that was actually a gene pool gone wrong? <laughs> <laughs> they were the dumber kids out of the four of them. That was the most surprising thing. I you know well, and, out of the five of them and the the oh, fifth one is not even the right gender. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, the sister. Yeah, but she's my favorite out of yes. the five. Yes. She was handing out beatdowns like they were yeah. going out of style. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she was. <laughs> the rest I... of them had to, to share a brain or something. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I I really like. I was really impressed by what they did in the middle season. Like the last time I was on with you guys, we talked about we went over Ghost Rider, and uh, at the time that was very exciting. But what they've done here with LMDs, wow, wow! It was way better than the Ghost Rider. I was every week the amount of they give you like twist after twist after <laughs> twist, and it was nonstop. They didn't take a break break in programming like they did at the beginning so the momentum kept going uh i I thought i kind of feel like they feel like this is the last season let's just blow it out who cares and that's what you should have been doing from the beginning yeah and and i think this and i exactly exactly i i you know i i liked ghost i i really enjoyed ghost rider i did and i have to admit the the lmd story to follow that up was really it was a bit of a surprise but at the same time there were parts of it that felt forced. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. There were parts that felt forced. But, you know, at the same time, like, they're, uh, I, I don't know, because now I'm kind of thinking about the whole thing with May and. and uh, Felinda? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Felinda. The know. internet oh, loves it, but it's just. It, it it's feels so forced. It's icky. so inauthentic. It's so. It's, I don't, it's so weird. I don't know what to say about it. But well, he's hooking up with a robot. I, he was gonna, I know. He ends up hooking I know. up with the robot. It's weird, man. That's it's the weird. best part. Like, you, See, I feel so bad for him. Yeah, it's yeah, like feel... Barbarella gone up for for modern day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Galaxy, right. excuse me, not Barbarella. I, I had my I had my space heroines mixed up there for a second. Yeah, no, I, uh-huh. I I can't really call it forced. I mean, maybe they were a little awkward about it at times, but yeah, I can't call it forced. Yeah, I because think better. Yeah, because really, they've been hinting at this since day one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the only time they just come out and say it. I think it feels awkward because we're so used to them downplaying it. Right. To where that. it's just like we're we we're really old friends and we're really good friends and you know there could be something underneath that. All right, when she said that she had been married when she was under the lie detector, how many of us were sure it was Phil? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, we we fell for that. Right. And they reference they kind of indirectly reference that when they're driving off in there in the in the Land Rover together at night and she says that she's dating this uh this guy says you know, already asking questions. He's a shrink. Mm. Yeah. Clear reference to Andrew right there, mm-hmm. which I thought was a nice touch because you give it, it gives us a time frame as to when this happens. Right. Yeah. 
This was long before the cavalry nickname came to be. That's right. As long as before before they got married, and they got the cellist. Yeah, probably. I I'm gonna even guess probably long before the red bikini. Mm-hmm. Ah, the red bikini. <laughs> you need to be careful, Kylan. That red bikini has caused you some problems, especially with the hell of us. Well, you know what? Now, to be fair, you're right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> First yeah. rule about Red Bikini Club: Do not talk about Red Bikini Club. We don't talk about that. No, I'm a gentleman, and and she hurts people. <laughs> I think it's, it's more the latter than the former. But you go right ahead. Oh yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> so. so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. It, it was a little. I mean, it did feel a little awkward at times, but I think that's just because we're not used to them talking about it. Right. Right. Well, but, I, I get it. I get it. The first rule of Robot Fight Club is you don't talk about Robot Fight Club. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hey, you know, and I, I think you're right. I mean, because season one, you know, there there was that chemistry there, but I wasn't sure if it's just because it's a male-female thing or, you know, because all of a sudden, I mean, because she's Agent May, and by the time you get to the end of season one, she's kicked so much butt, and, you know, that that's what she does. And so you almost kind of, that's where, that's, but, and plus on top of that, she had hooked up with Ward. And so, you know, it's it seems like when she kind of went with Ward, you almost kind of forgot about her and and Coulson. Well, if you and, remember when she like you know when when she confesses to him mm-hmm. that they've been that they've been sleeping together mm-hmm. and they they actually talk about it, you could tell he was not very happy about that. Oh god, no, no, no. And it and it really felt like it was something personal there. It wasn't necessarily Hey, you're breaking regs. Mm-hmm. Well, I think if you go back then, that was back when Phil was starting to get a really bad vibe about Ward anyway back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, with good writing, sometimes it's hard to tell what was planned from the beginning and what just kind of popped up. So they might have been planting the seeds of deception of Ward way back then. But, right. you know, he was getting upset with Ward kind of playing both sides of the fence with Daisy back then. Right. Yeah. yeah. I forgot well, about that, that she had hooked yeah, up with Ward. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that so long ago. Uh, yeah. Season. Well, this is what I kind of like that they were messing with us because this is, you always wanted May and Phil. It was like, you're always kind of rooting for them. And they're like, look, we're going to give you that, but one of them's going to be an LMD, you bastards. And like, <laughs> uh, it's just like they're pulling, it was such a tease. It's, I love it. I love how they messed with us like that. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if, you know, uh, if it looks, uh, if we do end up, if it ends up looking like that, this is the last, uh, the last rodeo. You know, is that what they're going? Is that what they're going to give us at the end, or do, do we really want that? Well, it, you it, know, it seems like <coughs> this is this is the best way to describe what they've done with relationships on the show for the four seasons, and it's think of your fellow man. Lend him a helping hand. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> put a little love in your heart. Oh you see God. it's oh, getting just... late. Please don't hesitate. Put a love. Put a little love in your heart. And I the world the... will be a better place. And the world will be a better place for you and me. Ale Hydra. I just watched that Flash Supergirl crossover. They do that song in that episode, and uh, you just—that's what it reminded me. Yeah, that, I was that, just like... that's why our sister show, the Distinguished Competition, they're the junior lackeys of the Justice, <laughs> of the Justice yeah, and, and 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 they're a dynamic duo, apparently. Yeah. Duet. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> See, oh, boy. Co- copy, copy. Fat like man. we all know they can Fat sing and dance. Women. They got 
gotta shove it in. It's so forced when they shove it in during the season. So, so if this is this is Hydra's idea of Valentine's Day, if we're if we're riffing on that, yeah, could it be like you know, cut out one heart, two more will take its place? <laughs> I'm thinking something like that, you know. Yeah, Yeah. Hydra has a a very warped idea of how things work. (laughs) Just going cutting off limbs, seeing what comes back. Uh, There you go. Like you know, I got a feeling that their healthcare plan is not (laughs) a very good one. That's not one that you want to be a part of. It's not a long-term plan. No, 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 no. (laughs) A lot of pre-existing conditions, also. Yeah. I, I think anybody. I, I think I think with Hydra, their their uh, healthcare plan, they have elections every other month. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty much, I'm like, I, I'm like that organization, like like the. I, I think Cobra is probably a little more stable. Oh, boy. Than, <laughs> I, 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 Cobra was built based on a, on a pyramid scheme, okay? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying maybe they should look at Cobra and to get a little bit of stability. I'm just saying. I mean, Cobra's had more stable leadership than Hydra has, at least in the in the MCU. Absolutely. That's Hydra's well, all over the place. <laughs> You know they they now true like you bounce between Cobra Commander and Destro so depending on right Serpentor yeah. or Serpentor yeah. you know but you know of course you, this you can, is just during the Marvel time of GI oh yeah that's yeah. true that's true I, I don't know like I, I, and I have to admit I kind of I, I I know that they kind of was stretching things out with Hydra a bit uh, <laughs> a bit a little a bit. bit. <laughs> and so you know, it's uh, I don't well, know. It's like it, it was, it was, it, what, it was a nice what, breath of fresh air to kind of get. What do we call know, a stretch? Um, what, or what do we seasons, call a three bit? seasons? Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, but the episode's <laughs> called "What If," and if that's not the biggest Marvel tip-off that I've ever seen, yeah. Ah, but we'll we'll get there. Okay, <laughs> Wait, let, let's still continue getting caught up. That was the title of the last episode. The next episode. Oh, the next, next episode. episode. Oh, what if. Mm. oh, that's the last awesome. episode was self-control self-control i loved what if that was like one of my i used to read that back in the day it was one of oh, my favorite yes. titles yeah. Yeah. Such, just get such wacky. a great title yeah and no. one of my favorites out of that was what if wolverine became an agent of shield oh, oh. that one is that a i am a, i am so willing to forgive marvel for putting rob liefeld as on the art for this because it was just such a great story oh, i gotta check are, that out are, are are all the what yeah. ifs on on um on uh Marvel Unlimited? No, that one is not. I I do not think so. I just searched oh. it. It's not. Oh, man. I can multitask like anything. <laughs> I was like, I Let me see. I'm going to read it right now. <laughs> now, we, let's, you know, we're, we're thinking this might be the last season. Um, let's look at how structure was for the first season. I don't think there was until Uprising began. Or even yeah, right absolutely. before with the Lady Sif episode. Uh, that was like talking- Villain of the Week. They were doing Villain of the Week stuff in that first season. It was not I mean, yeah. good. It, I don't think they had any idea what they were getting into. When they no. Yeah. The, and the then first, the Hydra came in and saved the day, almost. The best way to watch the first episode, or the first, first episode, first season, first episode, then skip to when Coulson gets blown up on the bridge, quote-unquote. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then skip to where Daisy gets injected with the Terrigen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or the guess, the... GH616 or whatever yeah. it was. 
and then go from there on. I think everything's good. They yeah. could have they could have moved the Lady Sif episode to the week after the Asgardian Librarian, but mm-hmm. Gravitron was yeah. there for what? Just to introduce this one gadget that yeah. appeared for ten seconds during Uprising. That was a waste of an episode. Yeah. Well, where's Deathlock? What happened to Deathlock? I love they, um, they mentioned Deathlock in one yeah, of the past couple recently. episodes. They yeah. Did. yeah, very recently. Yeah. yeah. Well, they need to bring him back. What's he been they doing do. this whole time? Jeez. We could use him. The, sh- yeah. the ages could yeah. use him right now. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, in doing the research for this episode. I was reading a very clickbaity article, and it was like 50 characters you had no idea showed up on Agents of Shield, and they just blew through characters. Yeah. Yeah. For no reason. I don't know if they had plans that they were going to come up at some point in time again, but they just, they clearly in the early seasons had no idea, like you were saying, they were going week to week, villain yeah. of the week kind of well, stuff. Well, when, um, especially right when, uh, with Civil War, not Civil War, sorry, with uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yes. And, and then you end up finding out that how, how, uh, inf- how much, how deeply uh, Hydra had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. They killed, there were characters that you're like, Oh man! Now if they keep this person, this is gonna be make for a really good. And they killed people that I was just like, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a really good character, and they're gone. And he's dead. That's <laughs> yeah. where I would start watching season one. That episode sixteen, I think, the one right after Winter Soldier came out. Yes, to me is when the show started. Like right there yeah. at the start. Yeah. Of the that should have been episode one. Right yeah, there. these that yeah. the first part, of, the first half of uh, season one was kind of like the Agents of Shield prequels. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. But, yeah. Well, that's that's why I say still keep episode one because that was still a great setup. Right, Mm -hmm. but you there's so many up until the winter break you could have gotten rid of. Yes. And, and I would but say the Asgardian Librarians, another throwaway episode you could have gotten rid of. Yes. But I'm convinced. I I, I, I mean, we have no way of knowing because we don't have access to a Wayback Machine. But I'm still convinced that had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. given us... Uh, giving us what we got with post uh, Winter Soldier, Agents of Shield. If we had gotten that around episode two or three, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that we would still that we'd be sitting here talking about Agents of Shield now. I just don't. I think that show people. You people, you go to a show like that wanting a certain thing, right. and once you get that, is that enough for you to stick around? For most people, probably not. They needed to give you a reason to be invested and to kind of reel you in a little bit. Right. So when you start getting the things that you were looking for, you're like, oh, okay, well, hey, I, I did get the cookie, but yeah. I think I'll stick around for the lemonade, you yeah. know? Well, my thing is, we go to second uh, to the second season. Okay, it's Inhumans all season, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. We get to season three. It's mm-hmm. still all Inhumans for two-thirds of the season. And we never mm-hmm. even got any good Inhumans. But that no. was, wasn't this the Secret Warriors? Where And there was like one episode with the Secret Warriors, and then they were like, ah, this is too dangerous. Let's all disband and go separate places. Yeah. Right. What happened to the Secret Warriors? It, it To me, the whole two and three could have been melded down. Mm-hmm. And then also in season four, we get a third of the season Ghost Rider. We get awesome. second third of the season LMDs. Now we're gonna have a what if Hydra ruled the world and the took over the world? Yeah. <laughs> now see, let me Pot. ask this question if, to you guys: If they had done this in the mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. and this was the yeah. concept, here we go. We're gonna take a third. We're gonna do long story arcs: a third, a third, a third. We're gonna break the season into thirds and do boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. That would feel like a comic book. It would yes. feel. I, I love. Yeah. I love what they're doing. That's great what point. They, great point. 
That's perfect. That's what it they need be. to Give do me, now. Yeah, break it up into three story arcs. It feels like a trade paperback. It feels like you're reading Great. a big trade paperback. It's awesome. But to your point, from season one to season four, it can't be said this show has improved remarkably yes, every season. Has. The acting, the acting yeah. has improved yeah. leaps and bounds. Yeah. Uh, this is like totally, the best totally season different so far. Show. Yeah. Totally different show. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you were to go up to somebody on the street that started watching, got about, didn't quite get halfway through the first season and just gave up on it. Yes. I, yeah. I was thinking about that. They lost a lot of viewers. I felt yeah. bad. You really had yeah. to hang in there. That's the unfortunate yeah. part of the first yeah. part of the first season. Yeah. Is, yeah. Usually, lost so usually, many people so early. Usually, I tell people go check out season one okay, to get back into it. Go back with season one. Go watch episode one, and then go find the start of Uprising. Yeah. And just watch it from there. The, you can skip out on the rest of it and be okay. I mean, right, I, yeah. this show turned a lot of people. Like, I have a good friend who we were talking about when the show came out. He hated this show. He hated it. He would brag on it every week. And then we checked in with him, like, third season. He's like, you know what? I kind of like the show. He had, like, completely. <laughs> I was like, wow, he, you, you hated this. But he's like, no, this is good. Like, it, and it deserves that. Like, they've, uh, they just should, they should just take more risks from the beginning and uh, yeah. do what they're doing now. Exactly. It's, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I liked I, – I was wondering going from season three to season four and, you know, what we got from <clears throat> Civil War that S.H.I.E.L.D. is now legit, now is legitimized. And I was wondering, okay, are we going to get a jazzed-up version of season one? Or or what you – no, know, what is it? Because, you know, all we, we, all we knew for sure was that we're getting a new director. You know, we didn't know who was going to be or whatever. I think it and kind so- of felt like that. And that's what I really loved at the beginning the season it felt like a darker more violent kind of reset another beginning of uh like a season one episode and i was like this is yeah again yeah. this is where they should have started the whole thing what are you and doing even, even the little thing of moving the show the start time to 10 o'clock yeah right which, that helps tremendously because they were and able that to do could have been more. a death it could have been a death though you're like oh that's it there ain't nowhere yep. else to go <laughs> after this last because they moved it every time that's the third move and there's nowhere else to go you know you're you're done yep. and now they're like let's just have fun and it's yeah, working right it is the kiss of death, but it could be just what, exactly what yes. it needed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Are, do we know what the numbers are like right now for season four? Or they're not. They're not great. <laughs> for, for the budget that that show yeah. has, it's not yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, I four, can't imagine. Four point three, I think, ish, oh, you know, roughly. Uh, you know, yeah. Four point three million a week or something like that. Don't hold me to those numbers. That, that's size. crazy. Like. Those numbers used to the, the way ratings have suddenly evolved is is insane, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, you know the thing is, I would love to I would love to look at what are the ratings for a ten o'clock show uh, for something on Thursday night, you know, compared to Agents of Shield on Tuesday night. I mean, and then on, and the network makes a difference because ABC, you got your scandals, your Grey's Anatomy, right? Those are the, and they pull in yeah. big numbers at that time slot on their days. You know, as right. you know, but you know, they also market the. the Heck, yes, yes, yes. Out of those shows, like they don't really. Mar- if you think about it, they don't really market Agents of Shield like they used to. No, no. they don't. Well, because they, they don't. They're scared to almost. When they're you like, used to go in, in the uh, in the Disney parks, there was on the buses. It was everywhere. Oh, wow. uh, I, yeah. Last year, I didn't see it as much. Wow. Right. Well, rates are not are not great. Uh, Two million for this last episode, and wow. in the forty nine demo, uh, six hundred thousand series so I, lows. And all, yeah, all, all, yeah. yeah. 
But there's also we have to keep in mind these are live ratings. Yeah, right. these yeah, these are ratings of people right. sitting down, turning on their TV, ten o'clock on Tuesday nights. This is not factoring in the people who will uh, they'll be doing something else, but they'll catch up later on in the week. Right. Uh, see, I mean, I, this, I've I think got, they call I've it plus the, three. I've got yeah, those the plus numbers. Plus three and a plus five. You got the numbers. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, the Ghost, which was episode one of season four, uh, live viewers was three point four million. Uh, three point four four million total viewers. Six point two four million. See, there I it is. Self control. The last episode live two point oh one million total three point eight eight million. See that? Mm. It, it that's still not good. Ghost Rider stuff. Yeah, I mean, they still people they, love, I mean, love the Ghost still, Rider. Those yeah. are still solid numbers. Yeah, you know, well, you would think. I, I, but you know, I, you know, the uh, when you're looking, when you're talking about a show that a network doesn't really have much. I don't know affinity for, and we're looking at a big budget show that's on the way with the Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think know. This is don't this know. is where we're going to. This is why we might as well enjoy what's left of Agents of Shield. Yes, you don't think though, because I thought they wanted the shows to co. They seem to talk about like how they want the shows to coexist, and they're gonna oh. kind of interact. They can't do what or, what DC does in the CW. No, mm. no, no. I, well, think, he, I think that's he, ultimately going to be a big reason it's going to get canceled because. I think they're going to say, well, let's forget this. Let's just focus on humans. Let's focus yeah. on our Netflix series. Yeah. You know, we've, we've done, we've exhausted our resources with shield. Let's just kind of move on from it. Well, I think it, they realize the only, that's people, how I'm afraid it's going to happen. The only people left watching are hardcore people. Like if you have powered through and you're loyal and you've watched up until now, every episode, you are definitely getting rewarded for all yeah. that work. And I think they realize yeah. that like, these are the only people that are watching and right. we're going to give them, uh, we're going to reward them for being uh, there the whole time. Yeah. Well, it, Good it's, point. It's, it's, it's funny. You say, Reward. Uh oh. I like reward. Why'd you say ward? <laughs> ward? Oh, I see what's ward. There. This, this is no. This is a great reward? transition. Reward. I have an article. We're getting a reward. We're, that's what I, we're getting. I have an article. Yeah. We've been holding on to this article for a while for a show like this. Yes. Um, this was from IGN.com uh, back February 21st of this year, 2017. Um, Agents of Shield. Season four's next storyline will reward long-term, <laughs> long-time fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And of course, ah, built-in built segue, and you didn't even know it. It was so, a giveaway. It's an Easter egg in the title. Yeah. So uh, according to this article, S.H.I.E.L.D. is on fire. There's smoke and dust in the air. The top secret base is burning. And Daisy Johnson is fighting one of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s own, former director Jeffrey Mace. Pursuing him down a hallway, she takes a punch, jumping up and off a pillar for a stronger advantage. And cut. Chloe Bennett readies for another take, doing a couple dry runs, a quick superhero attack pose to get even more amped for the next run through of the stunt scene. Okay. Um, this writer, oh, who is it? It's at the bottom of the page. So at this point in time, they're going to have to wait. Uh, Terry Schwartz. There we go. Uh, has an opportunity to visit the set of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, must be nice. Um, and he he talks about self-control. And, and the, the one quote is, when you start the LMD pod, you're like, what are all the things we could do? You don't want to be the ones that have, that have been done. Or you don't want to do the ones that have been done. You don't want to leave any on the table. We had an early idea of what the bombs you can drop with this and how sub- 
subvert those expectations, said uh, said Whedon. Jed Whedon. Jed Whedon. Yeah. Jed Whedon. He which was, one. Yeah, uh, Jed. This is his first episode to direct. It, it's like a zomb- zombie movie moment. Which of us is a zombie? We all are. That was a moment. And we knew we wanted to have, we knew we wanted to have early on. We knew we wanted that to be our jumping off point. So, um, so the, I guess with the big root, I totally missed where the big reward from this. <laughs> oh, the next pod is very relevant, said Chloe Bennett. Uh, it's definitely a theme that I think has been kind of hopping around in pop culture at the moment. It's kind of like a fun like a fun Marvel take on that. For those people who, who wish to see these characters in a different light, this is going to be the time for that to happen. Uh, the final pod for Season 4 is designed to specifically reward loyal fans of the series. There'll be lots of changes, and everything will get mixed up. And, and it will also pay off in the storylines. Uh, beyond just the Falunda ship being realized through the LMD twist, Greg teased that Hydra will come back in a way that will surprise the crap out of everyone. <laughs> well, Whedon also hinted that the Gravitonium cliffhanger from season, season one might finally be revisited. About might, freaking might time. Might yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, think about this. Think about this. When Hydra went to, what was it, the fridge? What yeah. they call it, the fridge or the vault? Yeah. The fridge. Yeah. All right. The fridge. They dug it up. They yeah. dug up the gravitonium with uh, with what's his name still in it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, let's just go ahead and get this spoiler out of the way because we can't talk around it for forever. Wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, spoiler alert! Thank you, sir. Anytime. The framework has created an alternate reality in which Hydra won. I mean, if Woo-hoo! you watch the the tail, if you watch the tail end of that of self control, I mean, it's pretty pretty obvious. Uh, and so there is every reason to believe that everything that was stuck in the fridge, hidden away in the fridge, boom, is now there. Yeah, it's been brought out. Think about it. Deathlock could be like one of Hydra's top agents. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you won't have Garrett, unfortunately. Uh, rest yeah. in peace, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yes, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. <laughs> that would be unless they've already they had already filmed it before. I don't, before I don't think whatever. they had any more. I I thought I read that they didn't have any more plans for Agent Garrett. Anyways. He's on well, his own show now. So yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's probably preoccupied. Yeah. Well, I, I but think, you get the. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think with this though, this, this final, these final seven episodes, it's almost going to be like a a um, proper or a company wide crossover event, so to speak, sort of like a Secret Wars or um, a war with some of the others. It kind of has a Days of Future Past feel to it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, w- with the Inhumans being a part of the framework as well, and yeah, uh, so how's that gonna work? The, that's interesting. And all the other stuff that's that's in the framework. Um, it, it's it's almost like Attack of the Body Snatchers meets the Matrix meets Marvel. Yeah, it's very Matrix. Yes. Uh, what what was going through you guys' heads when you were watching that final reveal? Because this that finale was I didn't see that coming. I was like blown away. I was like, well, and the beautiful shot where it's the Triskelion and they just pull yes. out and you see the Hydra. I was like, oh snap! Wow. I okay. I, I was like, I think I, I was sitting there like, okay, okay. And then when they did that, I was like, oh. Yeah, that was great. Oh, yeah. was a great ending. And then the whole thing with the uh, uh, the picture of Daisy when she shows up and she sees her. And uh-huh. I was like, 
oh, this dude's back. And I was happy to see Ward back because I love, he's, again, a character that's changed, had a great journey, and uh, kind of missed the creepy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what, what, they, this. But what and, they did with what, Brett Dalton and, and the character near the end yeah. of his run last year, that was just horrible. <laughs> it's an atrocious thing. I mean, uh, of uh, all the things S.H.I.E.L.D.'s done, that's bad. That may have been the, the worst of the worst. I just, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you have to hand it to him. It was it was an interesting take. It was definitely interesting for all well, the wrong I, reasons. <laughs> I didn't mind him being turned into to that character, but it it kind of bothered me that the way they did it. It know? was unsettling. Yeah, it was really yeah. Unsettling. It's like I liked it, how disturbing it was, though. Like, remember, his I agree. Chest, his chest was caved in. And he had a handprint. Yeah. And then at, at one point, he's covered in like maple syrup after sucking those guys' energies. And I'm like, why is he covered in syrup? Does he want pancakes? And then he's all fully <laughs> reformed. Uh, that was nuts. I, what is going? That was crazy. Yeah. You know, it, it was. I was I was just like uh, I don't know it, it it had that uh, I don't know Hannibal Lecter meets Twilight Zone yeah. I don't know I it, it was just you know especially like when he first when he first appears and he's all gaunt you know yeah that, was, that like, was scary yeah that was uh, disturbing I did not appreciate the really bad CGI tentacle head shot though yeah uh, well that was that was the, not bad and then then you know when 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 I did I, I was a little I had to get used to the whole thing of him and i guess absorbing people i had to get used to that but it was you know if it was go- if you're gonna be creepy be creepy i guess well <laughs> you we know kind of had a taste of that earlier with uh w- with daisy's mom yeah because that's that's how she would stay young yeah oh yeah yeah she would stay young by absorbing life energy from people and that's true that is true hey, man these characters have taken a crazy journey it's a pretty nuts journey think about it there was the whole lance thing and he's not around anymore or lincoln sorry lincoln, lincoln yeah. all that lincoln, oh, yeah a lot of stuff and they've been through a lot uh and and, and yeah. you know we we got a connect we had a connection to the to to the uh, Howling Commandos. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget they've been to another planet in another dimension somewhere for half a season. <laughs> yeah, but that's that, that, that was a thing that happened. But, but you know, Lincoln's how, how they how they did Lincoln's farewell. Man, that was a blast. Yeah. Oh, this world. I, I thought Lincoln. you were making something like <laughs> I know. because I right. thought you were talking about the spies goodbye for a second, and then I processed, and now I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was happy that they killed Lincoln. I hated that him so much. I was like, good. Good. Okay. Warm up. Guys, so, guys. I, I was I uh, just want one thing on this net on the premiere of this next pod. But I want a close in on Daisy's face when she realizes that's not Lincoln in the bed. Oh yeah. Mm, oh yeah. yeah. Oh now see we know because we saw her out. walk right by the picture of her and she Ward. didn't see the picture. Oh, she right. did not. She's expecting Lincoln there. Oh that's yeah. Yeah, that's going to take some adjusting. That's going to take some adjusting. And then they don't, uh, isn't, what's the deal with Simmons went in, but Fitz had another girl. We didn't, we saw a hand. He stepped out of the limo. It's it's almost like Simmons has become the new Tony Stark. Was that going to be Simmons? Well, no, that's not going to be Simmons because Simmons is dead. Remember, we saw the grave marker. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
I was very confused at how everything kind of yeah. ended. That's why yeah. I was when this call went out to be on this episode. I was like, yeah, I need to get on here. I have I have questions. I, agree. I need to figure out because when everything came to an end, I'm like, wait, hold up, what what just happened? The right. framework. Yeah. Who who went into the framework yeah. at the end? And then the they said, oh yeah, the, 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 no the, new there's... episodes for two months. And then yeah, I'm like, oh, I yeah, need yeah. I need yeah. some. And like, then I got you. angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, no, I need to figure this out. The, I know. Well, see, I know. The answer to all your questions. Go ahead. go ahead, Eric. No, go ahead, Eric. You beat me to the punch. No, what you have to remember is that the reason Fitz went to S.H.I.E.L.D. is because he was pretty much rejected by his dad. Yeah. And that's his biggest regret. That's his biggest pain. Okay. Okay. So if Ada took a, took that away, rewrote that out of his life, yeah. his father never rejects him. He never goes to S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. He never meets Gemma. Oh, yeah. And Fitzsimmons never happens. You're like breaking my heart just saying this stuff. Just run down for me real quick. At this moment, who is not in the framework? There's like six to I'm eight not. people in there. Yes. Yeah, okay. We're not in the framework. We may be in the framework. I don't, no, I don't, a, I don't a, know. Anybody, anybody who's in the above ground underwater suborbital volcano layer is not in the framework. Well, no. But, but, no but, but we, this is the framework. But we, keep <laughs> get, but we keep getting this message from a guy named Morpheus about <laughs> something. So. Yeah. I, but that I was know. my question too. So in the <laughs> meantime, are all the LMDs r- are running around as the agents, and now nobody knows at all because Ada has all of them in the framework locked away somewhere. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Right. Come back. He can help. Yeah. The yeah. Only it seems like the only people who would know about the L- who knows about the LMDs right. are the ones on the Zephyr. Yeah. Because let's yeah. not forget. Well, actually, that- no. G- Gemma and Quake have tapped in to try and pull yeah. everyone else, but they're. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Literally, everyone is in the framework. Everyone is in the framework, yes. Yeah, except for the three, I, I we'll call them red shirts, and I love how I yeah. love how when Colson was going up against the superior, he said, you're just another red shirt. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm just kind of like, dude, you just burned this guy so bad, he doesn't even know he's been burned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the thing is, though, we don't know what is left there at the base. No, we don't. Because if we remember, she blew it up. She was sitting on top of half of a gas station full of gasoline. Man, that was a great move by by that sacrifice by LM, and that was LMD May. Yes, yes, that's so confusing. That I think was the one scene. If you watch this whole pod for just one scene, make it that scene where she's sitting there talking to Fake Colson about how. Oh wait, so they all died. All those LMDs died. I don't. Well, crushed. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Now we know. Uh, Mace, he got shorted out. Mac, well, had his head disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Fitz was still alive and trying to work on somebody. So we we know we can pretty much assume that Coulson and May are pretty much incinerated, right? Because they were at Ground Zero. You might could get Mace back. You might could get Mac back, and you probably and you still have Fitz. And well, the ringer being Radcliffe, who's dead, but is in the framework, but his body is dead. God, was that not just? That was heartbreaking. That's, I was like, wow. right there. That was terrifying. That was crazy. But it was a logical yeah. choice made by AI, and it made a lot of sense if you look at it from her point of view. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm supposed to do this, but I'm also supposed to do this. So my solution no, Ada, is. Ada creeps me out, man. She's, oh, absolutely. She's actually probably a worse big bad than a lot of the MCU yes, no, movie villains. Way, and way better than the first half, the Ghost Rider, those ghosts. Like, they weren't really that no. compelling. Yo, Ada, Ada weirds me out. She's attractively terrifying. Yes, that, that's the thing. She's so. 
beautiful and so scary. You have an LMD that read the dark hole. Yes. What is that going to do? Yeah. I, I'm like, yeah. Dr. Strange doesn't even mess with the dark hole. Okay. This is the kind of bad guy Ultron should have been. Yes. Yes. Great point. Yes. This is what Ultron. This is Ultron. Yeah. Okay. This is newer to the comic book of Ultron than the cinematic Ultron. I love the science and magic, uh, you know, in him. Science enhanced by magic. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of fun right there. The the whole thing with the base, I got to say that that was a great Barney and Betty moment. (laughs) Yeah. All rubble. Oh, oh wow! This guy. Oh, man. <laughs> I did not know we were on here with Frank Castle. Man, it's the Punisher. <laughs> See, y'all are lucky. Y'all just y'all don't have to come back for this next week. <laughs> Every week, we I got no choice. He's the one running the control board. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls yeah. the strings, huh? Hey, Eric, he does. Just, what what's going to happen when we're live? Oh no! You're going to find out how good those jokes go over. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, if we get the groans, I'm satisfied. You're gonna be like, I, I don't, don't think that's going to be a problem. Uh, <laughs> oh no, if that's what you're going for, you will be successful. Yes, absolutely. You've been you've been writing the Jungle Cruise way too much. There I love the Jungle Cruise. On your days off, you are going over there. And you're trying to audition to be Skipper Dan. No, I, I'm just. I keep trying to see the backside of water. Oh my god. It, it, Problem is, it keeps flowing. So, uh, uh, uh. he's got jokes. Kind yeah, of. and we're still waiting for them. <laughs> but you know, but the, no, the, I mean, you're right. Ada is like it, Ada is probably the best villain that, aside from Ward, in this whole series, mm-hmm. in this whole TV Ward. show. I'd, I'd put her above Ward. Oh really? What was oh God have uh, Daisy's dad, man. He had his oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? Calvin. Calvin. Now, now I want I want to bring this comment up to kind of maybe help wrap things up with this round table. Mm-hmm. Anthony Mackey uh, within the last week or two has made the comment that the MCU, of course, which is the movie universe, is a totally different universe than the T V universe. And supposedly okay. Feige is backing this up. Wait, I thought he said that. Really? That's he means it's two separate universes, and just that yes. they'll never con- they'll just, never connect, just, but they're the same universe. That they're not truly connected, despite the fact Fury has shown up, Sif no, has shown up. Things in the movies all the time in the Agents of Shield. You see exactly. it in the background on the yeah. TV all the time. And the oh, whole yeah. thing for the longest time was hashtag It's all connected. It's yeah. barely yeah. all connected. Well, yeah. the reason why it's supposedly not connected anymore is because of the fact that Feige did go to Disney. Wine and complain because the the Marvel Comic Creative Committee there yes the MCCC um, yeah there it is black and what, white right there was Maggie. was not allowing Feige to do what was best for the movies so okay. he he got he went to Disney went to Iger or head of uh, Disney Pictures and asked for Marvel Studios to be given their own division. 
and then the TV, games, comics, animation, whatever, all falls under Marvel Entertainment with the MCCC. Okay, here's Which how... the Netflix shows fall under that as well. Okay, here's here's how you call it's this. It's separate productions, clearly, but uh, yeah. that doesn't mean the, the content is in different universes. Alright, guys, we are all in the same country. Right. Right? Right. We're all in different parts of the same country. Right. We ha- have any of us met each other? Have any of us... Uh, Imran, have I walked into your studio before? Absolutely not, sir. I would remember that. Okay. <laughs> Just because it's in the same universe, you don't have to have exactly. crossovers every day. I agree. No, you don't. Now, you no. can... You, you can... This is possible to maintain some sort of continuity. Right. And they do it with, like, f- uh, video footage with... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with with references and so on and so mm-hmm. forth, which they have done. Right now, I think Marvel's mistake was was hyping the hashtag "It's All Connected" yeah. and trying to trying to say, "Well, this is all going together." It doesn't have to be. They overpromised, underdelivered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, no, I, 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 I think the complaint has been the shows Netflix and Shield reference the movies all the time. Like it's one way. At, like after Civil War came out, there was the reference to the Sokovia Accords. Well, everybody talks they about still the incident. Reference and yeah. They still they reference it. They still reference it. Everybody talks about the incident. If I have to hear the incident on Netflix one more right? time. Right? <laughs> that's all they're like, oh, but the incident. <laughs> yeah. I gotta stop that. Oh, but the incident. Oh, right, yeah. the incident, of course. But, I mean... And I would, I would like to think that the Avengers and all the guys in the movies would want to know that Coulson is alive as well. I would, I would like to right? think that. Josh Eaton swears. That's something that Josh Wheaton swears I, by, that Coulson... You think Nick Fury doesn't right. really huh. know? That, I mean, I find that hard to believe. Come well, I, Nick Nick might know, but, you know, I think Cap would want to know. I think Iron yeah. Man might want to know. I mean, well, they, Maria they, Hill yeah. knows. Yeah, yeah. so oh, yeah. Why, can't, why can't the movies or the TV shows acknowledge that they know? That's that's my thing. It's what's okay. going to go impact to the over, over-promising under-delivery. Well, why, okay, why, why in general can't the movies just acknowledge... The TV's so, present? Yeah, yeah just the present. Just a reference. Give them yeah. a scrap. Anything. Yeah. Okay, guys, here's what I want to happen. They are right. filming Infinity War, both parts. Yeah. Right. Okay, once... It, it, w- let's just go ahead and just call it. We will not see a season five of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right. Let's just uh, say I'll it. call it. I'm going to call yeah, it. We're yeah, not going to see it. it. So once production so wraps up, these guys are free, guys and gals. Mm-hmm. They're free. What's to say Coulson bringing in, you know, a cameo mm-hmm. at some point? I mean, people love Coulson. The place to do it would be Infinity Wars. Like, yes. that movie... Like, and how you tell me the Netflix here? Heroes are not going to be in Infinity Wars. Like they could be at the ground level. They're covering your your bases here while you're off in space. Uh, I think just... the bi- the biggest divide is the Netflix people versus exactly. the, yeah. MC- the, the MCU yeah. films because you can't have the way Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Daredevil act yeah. and suddenly have that with the way Cap acts. That's yeah. not going to fly. Yeah. They're but... snapping necks. And then right. no- nobody on Shield can you know uh, hold a can to anybody on the Netflix like it's another level down it's yeah. like like preschool like uh, you know junior high and the high school with these things here's but the thing I mean, that almost makes too much sense for me and I don't know if you all agree with me but why not put shield on Netflix and have ooh. those ca- characters connect that I would think be great. that almost makes too much sense that would I, be great I, I would think that great. would be the I, next I step if ABC that I should think that's be the next step 
if I ABC think would like to be able to swear. I think you'd yeah. enjoy that. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> once, like they, they're like all once, in on this humans thing, and it's, I'm really oh. excited. I've seen the, the photos of the thing, and I'm so like, nervous, so nervous. I'm nervous because this is a project that went from the, the big screen to like, hey, we're just doing it over here at the ABC. But they got IMAX cameras, they got IMAX money. Like I don't think anybody's done this before on television, so it is new ground. Uh, but man, Black Bolt, Black Bolt, and Medusa and Lockjaw on television. Are you kidding? You Lockjaw is exciting. I'm yes. with you. I'm Lockjaw is going to be yeah. the jam. I'm nervous yeah. about it, though. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping to be proven wrong, but man, I am skeptical yeah. in the time. Yeah, this going to be a hard sell. Like, you see, yeah. you know, you see what happened to Iron Fist, and even the, when they first announced it, I think everybody was like, Iron Fist, really? Woo, that's going to be kind of tricky. I don't know. And uh, it is kind of tricky. Yeah. So it's a but hard property. It has it has its moments. It has its moments. It's it not, also, it also does have its moments. It also has a lot. <laughs> A lot of giant holes yeah. could drive a truck through. By this, well, he's been this is the first blame Lockjaw for that. Okay, I was just this first season of Iron Fist is just like the first half season of Agents of Shield. It really is. Yeah. Good point. Uh, yeah, good yeah. analogy. Yeah, it, it, it is, and you know, I think that um, I, you know, I, I, well, I get the, uh, I get like the Google alerts. And so, like, the first two or three for my week were about how how Iron Fist was an epic fail. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. It's no, no, no. It, it, And I, you know, and I, I believe the fans t- will tell you a different story from what the critics are having to say about Those it. Cr- I'm, reviews I'm, are enjoying unfairly. It. Yeah. I'm enjoying it fairly well right now. I'm not. Well, how how far in are you? How far in are you? I think I'm on, like, eight or nine episodes. Okay, nine. see, here's um, what happens. I've watched <laughs> the first eight, and it does this curve and i was yeah. like oh this is uh, all right it was slow but it's getting somewhere yeah and, exactly. well you're just gonna have to see what happens because I'll, just, of the- I'll, I'll wait and see but luke oh. cage did the same thing i mean yes the yes. first few episodes yes. are so promising it's so good yeah. and then episode yeah. five six seven eight nine ten are just like oh my gosh i have to i'd rather watch paint dry yeah. and then you get to the <laughs> end and you're like oh wow this is what i wanted to see all season long and, and um, you need it you, you need it that, that there there's some there was something when you by the time you get to the end you realize that there was some necessary exposition there um and you know you you, you had to build a little bit of a foundation but once that foundation was built what you got one heck of a house out of it i mean it got comic booky but i still loved it i would not be opposed i would not be opposed to the netflix shows going to eight episodes a season that's exactly you're absolutely right they're too long this is the problem they can't sustain but what they should do is what they did with agents of shield break it up give us the arts and you're doing the and they're doing the defenders in eight episodes so why we have more characters and less episodes. With less, time, less characters right. and more episodes. It makes no it was, sense. It was kind I don't of know, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do with um, Punisher. Because yeah. I think we're getting Punisher I, I am pumped in November, punch. maybe. And I'll know. tell you what, that eight episodes, they, it, it better not drag. I don't see how you can make this a slow, draggy show yeah. with the same lulls. You have eight episodes. Right. Let's go, you know, it's going to have to You don't be, have to do any character building. You're no, right there. You don't need any no, more no, origins, no more setups. Just dude. get start yeah. with a big battle and just go. Yeah. You're going to hit the ground running. I mean, you yeah. got you have eight episodes. Are we getting Punisher gotta... this year, guys? What do you yes. think? I thought yes. we were going to get we Punisher. Are getting yeah, Punisher. We're, yeah. we're getting Punisher yeah. this year. After Punisher before. before. Good. Yeah, That's before. good. Yeah. That's what I want. So, Which yeah. I'm well, so excited for. I love the Punisher in, in Daredevil Season 2. That was oh that, that was a nice surprise. Yeah, that, oh, it's fantastic. I yeah. thought, thought the best Marvel television season that we've had. That's just my, that's my opinion. I think 
Daredevil season two was that good. Mm-hmm. It was very well, good. I still love the first season only because like it was. Oh yeah, first season was great too. No game. And you watch that and you're like, holy crap! Somebody got it right. They got it right. I got, you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Against all odds, we got the Daredevil we needed. Well, yes, when they, it was so good. So somebody somebody studied Frank Miller's um, Man, Man Without Fear, yeah, yeah. and they 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 went they took the master class on it because I sat there and I'm watching. I'm like, oh my god, this yeah. is Man Without Which Fear. Which is why the Iron Fist is so disappointing because they've always handled their characters yeah. well and this I don't know what happened either it was rushed or I think I, I think I, maybe the mysticism scared them a little bit because you got the yeah, myth, they, you they're get, not they're not going all the way in on the mysticism they're yeah. kind of they, you they're know trying they're to keep not around. you can't right. do that with with Iron Fist you just can't well especially they had success with Doctor Strange and man exactly. Doctor Strange is out there and that's a wacky character I was worried of how that was going to do and I absolutely right. love that movie Fantastic. and Doctor Strange yeah. is oh my I, I saw the movie twice I was like the second time I think I got I, I got I was weirded out more than I was the first time, but pleasantly so. Don't get me wrong. Well, I hate to cut this short, but we are at that point in the show. That's the picks of the week. Uh, of course, the song's courtesy of the Shazbots, and we thank them for the use of the song. Um, this is where we pick three books each for the upcoming comic book week. Uh, so between Eric Kylan and myself, we have nine titles that we will be recommending for, uh, this will be for what, March 29th, I believe. Yep. So, Eric, why don't you start us off? Okay. My uh, first pick of the week is the guidebook to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel's Captain America Civil War, number one. Actually, I believe uh, I believe that's actually Doctor Strange. Well, the intern got it wrong because I do believe that you're right. Uh, the Doctor Strange is on the cover, and the then the text is all about Doctor Strange. So we'll just say Marvel's Captain America Civil War posing as Doctor Strange, shall we? That works. Okay. Uh, written by Mike O'Sullivan with various interior pencilers, Doctor Strange introduces magic and mysticism to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the MCU guidebooks are here to record every spell and incantation. Our comprehensive coverage of the fan-favorite Marvel Studios films and Marvel television series continues as we reveal everything you need to know about Stephen Strange's big-screen debut. With fact sheets, movie-to-comic comparisons, and behind-the-scenes production of art and stills, this issue is packed with profiles on Doctor Strange himself, along with friends and allies including Dr. Christine Palmer, Wong, Mordo, and the Ancient One. Foes such as Cassilius and Dormammu, and mystical relics including the Cloak of Levitation and the Eye of Agamotto. And more. <laughs> Relieve the thrills of Marvel's Doctor Strange and continue building your indispensable library of cinematic universe reference books. Awesome. That's what we call in certain circles as a typo. <laughs> yep. Technical term for that? Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> Kylan, your first pick of the week. Uh, my first pick of the week is infamous, infamous Iron Man number six. The writer is Brian Michael Bendis. Penciler and cover artist is Alex Maleev. Doom comes face to face with two of his most mortal enemies. Faces he never thought he would see, he would ever see again. This is a big turning point, turning issue for infamous Iron Man. His reputation is on the line. Can Victor keep the redemptive path even in the face of total adversity? Will he even want to? 
This is the uh, so the current Iron Men's are Doctor Doom and Riri Williams, correct? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yep. Uh, they, I really was disappointed how they blew the end of Civil War. Like, I got it finally. It came out way delayed, but like all the the shock was gone. I was like, oh, that's what happened. Great, I knew this was going to happen months ago because he already started printing the next thing after Civil War. Boom. <laughs> 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 Well, my my first pick of the week is Black Widow number 12. Uh, writers are Mark Wade and Chris Samney. Uh, penciler is also Chris Samney. It all leads to Great. this. All the secrets, all the lies, all the vengeance, it all ends here. Wow, this is Black Widow written and drawn by Chris Samney. He's awesome. I love Chris Samney's yeah, artwork. Yeah. So, Eric, your number two pick. My number two pick is a number five. It is Ghost Rider number five, and the second to last issue, because we all know that it's going bye-bye. We are concluding the the four on the floor storyline. The gang's all here. Ghost Rider, Silk, Wolverine, Hulk, and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are there taking on the big space monster that stole all their powers. Okay. Kylan, your second pick. My second pick is Old Man Logan number 20. Uh, The writer is Jeff Lemire. The penciler is Felipe Andrade. And the cover artist is Andrea Sorrentino. Uh, And just for the record, this was done before Jeff Lemire quit Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Lemire quit Marvel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's done. I mean, it happens to all of them. Reference back to Mighty Marvel Geeks issue 160. Oh, yes. definitely will. Yeah. Out of the frying pan and into New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like my vacation. <laughs> uh, trying to correct a mistake from his past, Logan has been forced to resort to teaming up with the past adversary. Will Logan learn to heed his friend's warnings about mixing magic and time travel? Guest starring Miles Morales, Spider-Man. All righty. Well. My second pick of the week is a number two. It's Man Thing number two. Uh, penciler is German Peralta. The muck run amok. Back in his old swamp, Man Thing is visited by an ally from his past while struggling with his new status in life. But the swamp is less welcoming with every creature seemingly out to get him. Crocodiles, bats, mosquitoes. Oh my. Will Man Thing be able to restore the balance of the swamp and cause and the cause of all this calamity, or will the forces that are affecting the swamp prove to be beyond his control? Plus, even more horror for your dollar: a terrible tale of road rage, as told by R. L. Stein and Christopher Mitten. R. L. Stein is writing Man Thing. Yeah, what a crazy yeah. world we live in. First of all, Man Thing—they brought Man Thing back. Good for them. But R. L. Stein—that's a good pick for the Man yeah. Thing. So, Eric, your final pick. My final pick is Thanos number five, also written by Jeff Lemire before he quit Marvel, <laughs> penciled by Mike Diodato. You can cage Thanos, you can lock Thanos away, but you won't keep him long. All right. <laughs> and you won't talk about it very long either. No. Apparently. Apparently not. Kylan, your final pick. Ooh, it's a doozy. Okay, my final pick is Occupy, Occupy Avengers number five, rated T+. Oh. Oh, it's got a little edge. A little edgy, this Occupy Avengers, huh? And that's all I got. Okay, well, I, <laughs> I guess I'll wrap it up with uh, another T-plus title. Thunderbolts number 11. Uh, writer Jim is Zub. Jim Zub. Yeah. Penciler, John Malin. 
Um, and of course, Jim Zub can be heard talking about Figment. Uh, God, that was a while ago that he was on the show. It was. Oh, it was cool. before I came on. Yeah. That's uh, before me. Wow, okay. Past and present collide as Bucky Barnes confronts the truth about Steve Rogers and the destructive path that led to becoming the Winter Soldier. Return of the Masters continues. So that's our picks of the week. Um, but we don't stop there. We also provide a marv, a Marvel, a, yeah, starting to say one thing or thinking one thing and it started to come out as I'm trying to say something else. A Marvel Unlimited pick. And I believe that falls on Eric this week. It is my turn this week. And as y'all know, I like to pick Marvel Unlimited choices where you have like the first appearance of somebody. And I try to keep it relevant to you know something in our picks or something that we've been talking about. Uh, this one actually ties into my last pick of the week, Thanos. It is the one where he first makes his appearance in a Marvel comic. Now, just out of curiosity, gentlemen, what, what title do you think a cosmically... A uh, destructive character like Thanos would appear. Oh, you know, maybe like a Fantastic Four or one of those uh, strange tales, kind of weird ones. Yeah, fa- it's Fantastic Four? Or a, uh, maybe a Silver yeah. Surfer. Would you yeah. believe... It's something wacky. Would you believe Iron Man number 55? 55, wow. huh? Mm. From February 1973. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, it's also where you first see the Blood Brothers, and on the and ca- the cover you see Iron Man duking it out with the Blood Brothers and not really getting the better of them. When who should be flying in through the wall? But another first uh, another first appearance, Drax the Destroyer. Oh, cool! Ah, oh, man, nice. So think about this: in this one issue, you've got Iron Man, Drax, Thanos, Blood Brothers. Uh, you also have Mentor, Kronos, and Eros. <clears throat> that is a highly collectible issue. I actually have a story. I was at our pa- our comic book store. This was like a couple years ago, and this guy came in, and he literally had like a metal box, and he had a bunch of comics from his like mom's house, and they were flipping through it, and the store bought it for maybe 25 bucks. In that pile of comic books was an Iron Man 55, which oh, they man. proceeded to turn around for, I'm sure it was a couple hundred dollars, like because mm-hmm. that is a very uh, awesome issue, very highly collectible. But the guy yes. didn't know what he had, and I wanted to see what else he brought. In. I was like, I'll take some of his other stuff. What else do you have? Yeah, that uh, that was February 1973. It was written by Jim Starlin and yeah. Mike Frederick. Uh, Jim Starlin did the pencils. Mike Esposito did the inkers. John oh, did the inkers. the inkers. He did the inks. He was the inker. <laughs> I'm doing my inkers over here. There Leave you me go. Alone. Hey, hey, hey. I'm doing my inkers. Leave me alone. But, uh, yeah, the editor was Roy Thomas, and the editor-in-chief was also Roy Thomas. So Starlin created not only Thanos, but Drax then, didn't he? Pretty much. That's awesome. Yep. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Um, Guys, how about one last plug for your show? Uh, let people know where you can, they can find you guys. Uh, Patrick, we'll start with you. Uh, you can find Around the Hub on WWNT.com. I'm part of the WDW News Today network of podcasts, and you can find me at HacklessAl on Twitter. Uh, Cody, how about you? You can find the Mouse Knows Best podcast at podcast.tmkbpodcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, all those good stuff. You can find us on Twitter also at TMKBpodcast. You can find me personally on Twitter at InsideDisney40. 
07. And Imran, how about you? Uh, you can find the Jock and Nerd podcast at, where else? Jockandnerd.com. Uh, disclaimer, I am not the jock. I'm the other party. There is a jock <laughs> on the show. We also have a lovely puppet uh, that joins us every week named Rugboy. But just, we're on iTunes, Google, YouTube, Google Play. Just visit jockandnerd.com for links to everything. Be sure to tell Rugboy hi for me. I miss. I will. I, 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 I miss that little that little <laughs> fluff of nutter. Um, <laughs> just to wrap things up with us, you will be able to find Eric and I again at Star Wars Celebration on the podcast stage, seven thirty to eight thirty Eastern Time at Celebration Orlando. Uh, on for tickets, click the celebration image on MightyMarvelGeeks.net. It'll take you to the site where you can buy your tickets. Uh, also, too, check out Ripped Apparel. We have a link for them. They're a brand new affiliate for us, along with superhero stuff and comic bento. Check out those affiliate links as well on our site. Um, superhero stuff, their new hero box, which I'm sure you guys have been seeing me preach and and pitch on the, our YouTube cha- on the Weeby Geeks Declassified YouTube channel and our afterboxings. Uh, they started a thing where now it's hats is the main item in your box and uh there's some great stuff there uh there's iron fist like marvel wise there's iron fist uh black panther um a nova um i think there's something else i don't remember right off the top of my head but uh click the links you'll you'll find them all so eric kylan any final thoughts no, no. no. I, I was, uh, well, I, glad to have you guys on the show. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for stopping by, guys, and being part yeah. of this. Thanks, thanks for very much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thanks for having. I always love hanging out, talking uh, mighty, talking with the mighty Marvel geeks. I'm honored. No oh, more back of the throat. Mighty Marvel geeks. Oh, that's good. There wow. you go. He's good at that. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> silky. <laughs> I, I, I should have thrown one of these in there as well at the very beginning. Meanwhile, back at the above ground underwater suborbital volcano lair the favorite one meanwhile in a small corner of the city and the home of real bad pain <laughs> i do like that one <laughs> so if that's gonna wrap it up jarvis if you would please all wrapped up here sir will there be anything else nope just time to go dark that was a great round table uh, it was definitely glad to have you guys on. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, had, had a blast. This is good. Venting of that show out of my system. <laughs> well, definitely, I know we're we're no show like any others. We're unique in our own in our own way, and that's what we like about it. We're oh, unique, yeah. just like everybody else. <laughs> we, we, precious little snowflakes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we unique on ra- up on unique rabbits very quietly. <laughs> I am uh, headed down to to your land there, cast member, for twelve days of Orlando Parks fun and WrestleMania. So to go ahead. Uh, wow! Thank you so much for having me, and, and great to meet and talk to you guys. And uh, if you ever need somebody, you put a call out and uh, be happy to join you. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank awesome. you very much. Thank you everything you said. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, you too.